Welcome to the Four Sisters Podcast, Just Because I Love You. This is Amanda, and today we're short one sister as Marla is out of town. I'm going to surprise the other two with details about a conversation I had that they know nothing about. So get ready to hear their first reactions to this case study in toxic femininity. probably won't hit you we're going we're literally seconds away from a baby crying Mm. no he's right by the microphone (laughs) he's right by the microphone he has strong opinions about toxic femininity simon (laughs) simon 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 he won't look at me (laughs) i think he's still a little bit sleepy what do you guys think uh And by the way, Megan only knows we're going to talk about toxic femininity because she was eavesdropping when I was recording the introduction just now. You told us to be quiet. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. I don't think it was eavesdropping if I was sitting right beside you. She was like, shush, 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 shush. And then they're like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) I'm just saying, they still don't know what this is going to be about. They just know that they don't know that it's going to be about toxic femininity. (laughs) I now know the topic. Uh, I have thoughts. Already? No. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez. Um, Marla's not here, as you heard. Oh, we and miss you, Marla. It's weird. I mm-hmm. kind of went back and forth. Like, do I even want to bring this up? But I don't think I can keep this conversation a secret for another week. So you can just have Marla give her input when I'm gone. <sighs> I, Go part two. I also thought about texting her like a link so where she can find this on social media and read. And then she can give us her thoughts that way. But it's not the same. We could phone her in. It's not the same, guys. So anyway, um, it's raining today. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sick of saying that. <laughs> uh, it's just, it goes Marla's without saying. Surprised. She's she's well aware. Yeah, it goes without saying now. Um, but here's what happened. Wait. Oh, okay. Well, wait. We're already going to have to pause. Okay. Marga, Margo is now situated. So we are unpausing. <laughs> um, may I proceed? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm strapped in. Okay. I'm nervous. So the, the context is that there's a, a lady who's a friend of a friend who I don't even know and am not friends with. But um, somebody, that's right, Simon. Ma, 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 He's nervous ma, because Margo just ran behind you. He's already I turned, I turned down your microphone. Um, this is how we talk around here over the sound of the babies. Um she wrote something on social media that was sent to me because of the fact that I needed to see it because it was so like, are you serious? So she starts out saying, here's a question I like to ask humans. What did you make? This way I can weed out the ones who are so terrified of growth and creation that they make efforts to do nothing but destroy. Wait, Um, wait, pause. She asked people? She asked people, what do they make? She asked humans. Wait, humans specifically. Tabby's still uh, muted. There we go. Um, and this Which is not is a funny way to say that. This is a really bizarre post and it doesn't even really matter that much, except she was inviting people to share things they had made. Okay. Right. Um, and she basically says, maybe there are people who don't create or destroy, but I think I'll know them by their boringness, whatever that means. First comment, right? This is the important part. First comment is from a person. We'll call her mom. She's a mom. <laughs> she shares a picture of her kid and said, I made this. That's kind of funny. Which is kind of cute. She's got a bunch of like likes and loves and uh, care emojis. And the original poster, we'll call her Karen. <laughs> Karen said, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are other impressive things you've made. Making kids can happen by accident too. Maybe not mm-hmm. ones as great as yours, but if everyone just defaults to giving me byproducts of sexual intercourse as their only value created in the world, it'll be a sad planet indeed. Happy Mother's Day, Karen's mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Mother's what, Day. But that's okay. what you think, Karen. That's what Karen thinks about her own mother. <clears throat> I don't. I mean, I don't agree with the hierarchy, but I, I don't disagree that there are other things that we we make all the time that we can take value in. Yeah, but if your kid came to you and said, "Mom, look, I made this, and it's a really ugly macaroni necklace," would you look at that kid and go, "Oh, sweetie, you've done way more impressive things than give me that thing"? I have actually told Piper when she draws, she'll draw something, and I'm like, "Well, you know, I actually liked your drawing of the mermaid better, and here's why." So I guess, yeah, I would be that person, <laughs> but maybe that's not what you're getting at. I'm offering this conversation currently without comment. <laughs> yes. I'll just go on. Oh, there's more. Oh, yeah, there's more. Oh, I thought that was like, well, oh, yeah, she basically just insulted to. mom and, and said, hey, that's really nice, but that's not worthwhile. Everything she that you've made. She didn't say that. She literally said that that's a great creation, but surely you've made other things other than your that accidental That is not what she thing. said, Miss Optimism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, keep reading, keep reading. So somebody else, we'll call her uh, educator, because I think she's an educator. Am I going to have to write down all these characters? No, you just no. have the mom who shared a picture of her kid. You've got Karen. Karen, who said, yeah, you've done better stuff than that. He's a byproduct of sexual intercourse. And we've got an educator who comes in and says, the photo included is way more than a product of intercourse. (laughs) Making amazing human beings is valid life work for parents and educators, and it takes a whole lot more than intercourse. Now, she got a bunch of likes and loves, but not from Karen. (laughs) And Karen responded, yeah, I'm not interested in seeing people default to that and then have no other contribution to the planet. That's one of the problems with this country. Plenty of people make children and then spend the rest of their lives destroying things because they think their work here is done. (laughs) Oh, Karen. Well, now hold on. Apparently I'm devil's advocate today. The very act of creating a child, you did a thing with somebody else. Your body did the work. You pushed out the kid, probably through, you know, some medical help. I, I, I would agree. You didn't really make much. Your body did it. But as far as raising a child, that's a totally different creation. That's a totally different level of creating something. Yeah, but I wonder if this idea that just making a baby, just giving birth to a baby is not worthwhile or isn't isn't that miraculous or impressive is part of the reason that we abort babies like crazy because it's... I'm not saying eh. that we're dehumanizing the child that your body's making, but if her intention is intentional art or intentional creation you're going to be a lot more intentional. You have to be more intentionally involved in raising your child who's down from her nap. And not supposed to be here, and I'm very angry. All right, let's pause. Talking about... Okay, I would just like the record to show that my youngest is asleep. Yeah, well, must be nice. (laughs) I, I, I don't think that you can separate it. I think that people 
do dehumanize the baby because we have been telling women for so long that just making geez that just <laughs> making her phones there's my phone there's uh, that just making babies isn't impressive you have that there's nothing to it it's your body they don't even make it a spiritual thing anymore like they used to where you know god is forming this new person this new soul it's just a biological thing people do it on accident and eh, whatever, just a baby. And so then we're like, oh, okay, well, if it's not impressive and it's not worthwhile, then why should I let it disrupt my life? And But again, I didn't say it wasn't impressive or worthwhile. I said that there is a certain level of intentionality that goes into raising a child for the rest of their life and the 10 months that you were literally a, a host to grow said child. Right, that is literally the pro-choice argument is that, you don't have any, it's just a, ho- you're just a host. It's just a I know you don't virus. like that terminology, but if you're looking at the biology of it, you are. And the child right. is very much like a parasite, but it's not one that you need to remove because it's a baby. Well, then it's not a parasite. There is it's something acting valuable. as a parasite taking from your body to grow. And it's well, a the beautiful definition thing. of a parasite is that it's not supposed to be there. The definition of a parasite is a, 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 a foreign, a fo- right? Well, a, a host or something that latches onto a host when it's not supposed to be there. Okay, well, it removes itself at the end of ten months. So does it become a parasite then? If no, it's actively it is, removing yourself. No, because it is supposed to be it's there. It's exactly where it's supposed to be. <laughs> that is where babies where are formed. Yet to be born, babies are supposed to be. Whereas, okay, and I do think it's intentional. There is intentionality and actually growing a baby. Like, do I have to sit and think about breathing? No, but there's an intentionality to breathing. No, but your body's doing it without you telling it to. Right, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the intentionality of it. I'm I mean, also not purposely get stopping rid it. Of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like the only intentionality is gonna come where you intentionally get rid of the child. So Megan, does it change your perspective at all if I tell you that Karen is a radical pro-choice feminist and does not have any children of her own? And is telling her friends, well, let me go on. I was going to say, I think I need to hear more from Karen. Because so far from what I hear, it's like, okay, I can actually kind of see where she's coming from. I wouldn't disagree on all the points. Um, So the educator came back and said, I mean, I think it would be a terrible world if people just made babies and left it at that. But making amazing humans is work every single day for the entirety of a lifetime. I can make a play, and this is what I do, and more importantly, I make young people who use art to critically think about the world and change their ideas of who to be in the world, and I think the ongoing work of humanity is more than any one act, and Karen said, yeah, but I'm not looking for a bunch of pictures of people's kids. I'll probably write off completely someone I meet and ask them if they've made anything, and they show me a picture of their kid. That's too easy to claim. Okay, so I would disagree with Karen about that one. (laughs) Also, Karen, how do you think stuff gets made if there's no people making it? (laughs) Right. Karen, if we stopped having babies and teaching them how to make art, where do you think art's going to come from? I think think it's important to remember that we're not talking in hypotheticals about hypothetical people. It was supposedly a friend of hers who shared a real picture of her real son, her real child. And Karen said, I don't care about your byproduct of sexual intercourse. Show I mean, me a vase. This is, not, this is not a thought experiment. This is no. not an ethics class. This is her talking to a person she would probably call a friend and saying, I don't care about your son. 
I don't want to see pictures of your son. Your child is not worthwhile. Show me a picture of a vase. Right. <laughs> Which is where I got involved. That's I got what she involved. means. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. I got involved in the conversation at that point. So this is me. You just really referred to someone's pride and joy as the byproduct of intercourse. Good grief. This is why parents are so important. God willing, if I do my job well enough, my four kids won't grow up to be as selfish and misguided as that. Well, I mean, is this really, it's really a conversation about herself. Because you're right. She doesn't have children of her own. And I'm not saying, oh, she just doesn't understand. It's the, like, it's the, I, I have value in what I do. Surely has just as much, actually, in her mind, my work has more value than creating children. Right. That is the feminist argument. That's the feminist worldview is right. anything that I do is way more important and better and special than slowly having babies. Well, that's and, and she's very, she's very conflicted. She's very confused because she does want to take credit for things like paintings and making dinner that's beautiful and tasty and making songs, you know, writing songs. She wants to take credit for that, but she doesn't want mothers to take credit for their job in raising children because she point blank says, I guess I'll consider myself lucky to have had parents who attempted to discover who I am instead of just being so egomaniacal as to think they could make me into something, quote unquote. So she's saying she makes things. She is the author of the things that she makes in the realm of art. And she does get to take credit for that. But you're egomaniacal if you try to take credit for making a, a human being or raising them into something. How dare, how dare she talk about paint that way? <laughs> like it was perfectly beautiful in the tube. Before you put it, on, you put it on the canvas. There are some nice colors. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Karen? I can't believe that you would look at it and think there's potential in that paint. Well, what I, wanted, what I would have done, I would have been like, okay, Karen, show me a picture of something you've made. And then I would have almost verbatim taken what she said to the mom and been like, yeah, I'm not interested in that, Karen. That's not that impressive. You know, surely you've made something better than that, Karen. Right. Well, and so she said, notice that my actual friends are making lots of things on the planet rather than just jumping in to scold people who want to talk about those who make things. I guess I know whether I would talk to you if I met you because um, she's pointing out that we're not actually friends in real life. As we've said before, that matters very much to people. A lot of times they want to dismiss you because you don't actually know them in real life as if the words that they put on social media can't be judged on their own. Um, but I said, okay, I make narcissistic third-wave feminists block me on social media. It's very fulfilling. And <laughs> That's that what I make. Obviously a joke. But she said, taking note, you're into destruction. Please enjoy your destructive life. But really, you can leave the rest of us out of it. Yes, Karen, I'd actually say that I make destruction, and I'm very proud of it. I, oh, and um, <clears throat> you just dissed all the sculptors out there who destructed a piece of granite, a piece of granite, a piece <laughs> of stone, and marble, and turned it into something else. Who destructed trees and destructed stones. Yeah, that, destroyed. I mean, we can have a whole conversation <laughs> on what is destruction and what is creation. Right. Grammar goes out the window when I'm trying to make a point. You destroyed <laughs> that white piece of canvas again, yeah. and you, you got that tube of paint down. So I said, listen, you're the one tearing down the importance of cultivating future generations of human life. You wrote children equal byproducts of sexual intercourse, and you're calling yourself constructive and she said narcissists fool themselves into believing that they make their children i guess you don't believe in god as much as you say 
And uh, I said, no, <laughs> narcissists fool themselves into believing they can make very important, beautiful songs, but human beings happen by, quote, accident. Your priorities are out of whack. So anyway, I just told her we would be podcasting about this, and we are, because what we believe about the origins of people and the origins of creation matters to this discussion. Because yes, if we're all ultimately accidents, then as somebody else said further down thread, we're all really just byproducts of sexual intercourse. It's not offensive. But what was interesting was that she, that same woman, actually the mother of the child who was in the picture, said, I don't really like that phrase either, but you know, at the end of the day, it's true. That's what we are. And it's like, no, you don't like that because you have a soul that tells you you are more than that. You were made first by God in order to be more than that. And now your role is to try to make, they, they were comfortable with the idea of making an environment in which a child can grow up healthy. <laughs> is that Simon? Mm-hmm. Here comes Simon. We're going to pause again. Okay, we'll see if we are good now. Oh, I thought he ran off. No. He's going to sit right here he's and remind st- me of how unhappy he is. <laughs> he's still standing right there. All day. So he may be unhappy again in a few seconds. But anyway, I just I just wanted to point out the inconsistency with one, feeling okay with taking credit for making music and feeling okay with taking credit for making art, but not wanting women to take credit, for, and educators too, for, for pouring into fellow humans when molding humans are the whole purpose for the art the reason she doesn't want to see pictures of an audience there to see you know a play she doesn't want to see a picture of um children enjoying the room that their mother painted for them or you know the playhouse that their father built for them she doesn't want to see the objects of the art or the reason for beautiful things she just wants to take sole credit for those beautiful things and then stop there. And I think it's significant because, um, because further down thread, you could really see the conflict with the other mothers who wanted to argue, but also were afraid that if they did, that they would be called, I, I didn't read like some of the horrible things that I was called. I was called a crazy female dog. I was told I'm a conspiracy theorist and probably a Trump supporter and a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Cause we definitely went, I didn't even comment about anything having to do with, she said I was probably anti-vax. It's because my profile picture says, find me on MeWe. So she found an article that says that MeWe is full of Trump supporting anti-vaxxers. And she's like, oh yeah, that's totally her. Like, <laughs> Conspiracies there. She probably doesn't believe we went to the moon. Why? Why? Yeah, that's flat. such a jump. Yeah. But, I but said, they have to, because otherwise, if they can't find a way to dismiss her, then it's like, oh no, her words, oh, they no. bother me. It must. It's okay. They don't have to. She's mm-hmm. a conspiracy theorist. Well, they attack the credibility. I said, that. we're definitely going to be making a podcast episode out of this train wreck of motherhood bashing, but have a great day making important things like, you know, pottery and paintings and stuff that really matters. And that was when she was like, oh, I guess that... I guess that your Trump support, I guess I'm going to make a podcast about how people are art bashing and how they're Trump supporters and white supremacists who, who think effing is better than anything else. And white I'm like, supremacists. No, no. But did you hear that? She's trying to frame it like I'm obsessed with sex. And it's like, no, no, you're the creep who looks at a picture of somebody's kid and thinks sex. That's you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but there was a lot of real conflict because then the mom came back and said she shared this quote 
Your greatest contribution to the universe may not be something you do, but someone you raise. Good for her. Can we can we be friends with her? Well, I don't know if, if you would actually want to be friends with her because she's still very much under the spell of angry, foul-mouthed feminist friend who she wants to impress. You know, she wants right. to get the approval of, the, of Karen. Karen is the one who... Wait, she posted that and she wants the approval? Oh, yeah. Because look... Um, I said to I said to the mom, regardless of what Karen said about byproducts of intercourse, your effort to teach and grow the next generation is important. It's every bit as valid to share a picture of your son as someone else sharing a picture of their dinner. Keep impacting the world. And Karen responded before the mom could even see that post and respond to me. Karen said, you idiot. She doesn't need your validation. She's 10 times the human you'll ever be. <laughs> also, her environment she makes for her kid isn't for white victims and bigots. Her kid actually benefits us all. <laughs> I... <laughs> Good gracious. Why is she bringing up all these different arguments? Why can't she just stick to the one you're talking about? They don't know how. That's The only reason I'm seething is because it's like, I don't even want to... <sighs> <laughs> I don't even want to. Like Are you I just seething? see, I'm not seething. I'm tired. Right, right. It's like that's the only reason. It's like I don't want to have this conversation with you guys again. Like the same stuff, the same, the same arguments, the same jumping around. Yep. It's well, just she just tiring. invalidated her argument by saying, "Well, this kid is making a difference, but yours is right. definitely not going to make a difference." So it's like, well. Then what is it? Right. Which is it, Karen? Then why don't you want to see a picture of him? Yeah. If he's making a difference. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and by the way, she's 10 times the woman you are. <laughs> I just ignored that. But then the mom came back and was responding directly to me. And she said, well, Karen is right about the environment, though. I made my kid and then I made parenting decisions based on my schooling and continuing education. And then I made sure he was exposed to other cultures and I made his teachers understand who he is and how he is. And then I made decisions to get other professionals involved to help his success. And, and during this, I was also making other children's lives healthier by working in mental health and community services. I biologically made a kid, but that wasn't the end of it. I'm still on this ride making choices every day. And I said to her, mom, I can see all of that from your picture. You're obviously making a lot of things happen and you take the responsibility seriously. Most parents don't see byproducts of intercourse when they look at their babies. They see all the sacrifices they're making. Keep it up. But they're really, really conflicted. And when I said, they, you know, you see sacrifices, she immediately came back and said, oh, I've never seen it as a sacrifice, though. He didn't ask to be born. No one made me have him. I chose him. That's because sacrifice is a bad thing. Right. Oh, no, no. He's not a burden. Right. It's like, no, he is. That's okay. Right. It's a sacrifice. That's okay. Right. Well, and I said that. But she, she said he, sh he just started summer camp this week. It's a pain to drive him there and pick him up daily. And does that impede on my work hours? Sure. But it brings him joy and lends to his passions and helps his mind grow over the summer months. So I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm slowly no, giving not to true. him but you, and the world. But you, you are. are. <laughs> it's, it's just about a, words. It's called opportunity costs. It's called... There's uh, a financial sacrifice. There's, well, yeah. yeah. It's, you are. What, does she not know the word of sacrifice? Yes. Like, they do, but that's the problem. The problem is sacrifice always equals bad you're not supposed negative. to sacrifice for people and that's why 
That's why it's radical that the whole Christian idea is all about sacrifice. And everybody's like, well, that must be bad. And it's like, well, actually, it's really good. Well, the Christian well, ideal came first. The idea that, that we should sacrifice came before feminism. Well, yeah. And feminism is an angry reaction to that. Yeah. You can have it all. So they're conflicted because, again, her friend Karen said something really hurtful and offensive and dehumanizing about her child. But she feels bad for wanting to defend him because... She's not sure what she's supposed to believe about human value and sacrifice. Well, because she kind of knows, like, yeah, I'm not very worthwhile. I just had a baby. And so she's kind of defending it. But I don't think she's actually convinced herself that that settling down and having children is worthwhile. Are you sure she's not convinced herself? She just doesn't want to get in the argument with her friend. I don't know. I don't know her. I think... For those who haven't seen the movie Mean Girls, this won't make sense. But I think we've got a Gretchen Wieners here who's been verbally and emotionally abused by Regina George for so long <laughs> that she doesn't even realize. like That she's actually the better one. She's never even <laughs> asked, why am I still trying to maintain a relationship with this person who makes me feel bad all the time? Like, <laughs> who says horrible things about my son and I'm supposed to pretend like that's okay? Like, And I want to impress her more? I said this. Why does it bother you to use the word sacrifice? Do you think it makes you a bad person to be honest about the things that you're giving to try to make the world better? Why are others in the thread allowed to take credit for their remodeling rooms or pretty art, but you're supposed to downplay the work that you're doing for another person? I'm just trying to understand. Has someone made you feel that choosing to give is more valid with some categories than with others? Because they're more happy with the word give than sacrifice. I, I think that what started to happen was that... People who weren't mothers, people who were just potters and painters or whatever, would feel bad about themselves and started bullying mothers to try to make them start to downplay their important yeah, work. I definitely think that's what's happening here. They're I like, oh, the I don't actually have anything. I think the childless woman feels insecure, and in her insecurity, she tears others down as a way to make herself feel better. And she calls it feminism. She claims that men are the problem in the world and the reason that she doesn't uh. feel equal all the time. But she's she is way more destructive in her in the way that she portrays motherhood and children than any man has ever been. I've never had a man call me a crazy B word and get away mm. with it. I've know? never had a man call me that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I do want to kind of like pause here not pause pause but like pause here and say <laughs> that paused several times today Megan. <laughs> not really pause but pause the conversation for just a side conversation real quick and that there are women who can't have children sure or they have raised right. their children sure. or their children are dead like their lives are still what they're creating is also valuable yeah but those women don't normally don't normally not come after, bash, right. right? They don't come after mothers and say, well, I can't have kids. So therefore stop showing me pictures of yours. And if they are, we've already sort of called those women out and said, Hey, that's not this, right. This is a you thing. This is a yeah. you problem, not a me problem. Yeah. In fact, I'm those saying, women usually know the value of a child. That's they why they want it, one. They would right. call it a sacrifice. Look at all that I've sacrificed just to try to have a baby or look at all I sacrificed while I was raising my children. And though they're not in the nest anymore, I'm hoping that now I'm able to enjoy like the fruits of the labor. Yeah. Reaping what, what I've sown here. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's not about nobody anywhere said that a person who didn't have children wasn't important. But I think that that's the lie that's being whispered in this feminist head and why she reacts by saying, I don't want to see pictures of that. I think that she feels not good enough because she knows that for all of the stuff that she's tried to create, it won't matter if somebody doesn't have children so that there are humans in the world to enjoy and appreciate 
that art to do to enjoy and appreciate the houses that get built to enjoy right. and appreciate the food that gets created and made it's only for humans that we even care to do that stuff it's right. only how you it's, impact other humans that matters it's actually feminists who are sort of playing the idea that women without children aren't worthwhile and so they're trying to fight that idea by being like oh well people with children no you're the ones that have it wrong and it's like actually as christians we think that all humans have inherent value right. so right. if you have children that's great and it's worthwhile and it's wonderful if you can't have children you're still inherently valuable and we can appreciate the stuff that you then do contribute to the world and sacrifice for the world but it doesn't make the people with children somehow less than well it's, it's other people's children that you're going to minister to whether right. you become a teacher or a coach or an artist you know a singer or you or only work with adults those are also somebody's children somebody's children <laughs> right it's it's and also, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but we're at a disadvantage here because we're trying to convey actual deep-held beliefs here, and we're trying to explain with words a concept and an idea. And there are a lot of people in the world who are just emoting. So they use the word give because it feels better than the word sacrifice, even though the two words are pretty much almost exactly the same word. Uh, but that's what she said when she answered my question by saying sacrifice implies I'm missing out on something else, and I'm not. And I said, uh, actually, every choice we make means losing the thing we didn't choose. You're missing out on staying home and thinking only of yourself. I agree. It's a worthwhile sacrifice. But I know you didn't just do 18 months of virtual schooling and driving back and forth to camp without losing some sleep and personal comfort. And it's okay to tell the truth when things are hard. I can brag about a song I've written, and if I can brag about a song I've written, then I can brag when I've made up dozens of lullabies to soothe my babies to sleep. And if I can share pictures of a beautiful cake I've decorated, I can admit that I've made dozens of cakes for four birthdays every year. Actually, I don't make the cakes. I decorate. <laughs> I buy the cakes. That's just full disclosure. She likes to put, like, cars up on the walls. and. Um, but if we want humans to enjoy our art, we have to admit we need parents to make the humans and grow them from seedlings to appreciate that art. It's deeply inhumane to think of young people as mere side, side issues or byproducts when humans are the whole point. What you're doing matters, even if it feels bad to call it a sacrifice. It matters. That's all I'm saying. And Karen oh responded gosh. to that by saying, a lot of people never have sex and still choose to give something every day. Sounds to me like you're the one who needs to be fixed here. Nobody else does, so move along. <laughs> And I think that you get blocked because you're inane and simple and boring. She told me that too. You're so. inane and simple and boring. Inane and simple <laughs> and boring. Tabby just had to run upstairs again because I think there's a kid out of bed. And yep. we're right up against 30 minutes. So do you have any closing thoughts, Megan? <laughs> I'm just worn out with these conversations. Not these, like not the podcast, but like just... Uh, Carla, maybe you feel like I do, where it's like, why even bother? Why bother, Mandy? Why bother talking to these Karens? Well, I would love to do, if we have the chance, maybe even today, another episode that piggybacks on this, um, because I do want to talk more about Mean Girls and the effect of, you know, people saying things because they want, they want power and they want validation, they want to be in control, and not because they really mean what they're saying. I don't genuinely think that Karen believes that her friend's kid means nothing. I think that she was careless with her words and used some rhetoric and, you know, then got caught and was too prideful to admit that she didn't frame it very well. Um, but 
but I think it helps when we know like what's going on behind the scenes and we kind of dig into what's motivating them a little more instead of just taking it at face value. Otherwise, yeah, you'll get real tired real fast when you hear somebody randomly dropping the F word and the B word claiming to be a feminist while tearing down other women. You're going to be like, oh, this is just exhausting. Yeah, that's I guess that's that was my point is I'm just so tired of this. Yeah, I'm so tired of the the good old fight. Do but, not grow weary and do good. I think it it makes sense and you'll get a burst of energy again when you realize what's really happening cuz the thing that's exhausting and tiring is when you're like this is insanity. There's no rhyme or reason to any of this. They are absolutely contradicting themselves, perjuring themselves and being deeply unlikable human beings. Like what is the point? But if you do d- dive in and figure out where it's coming from, it might be more invigorating again. You know what it feels like? It feels like I'm Alice in Wonderland diving yes. down the hole and chasing this darn rabbit and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, what land did I yep. did I come into and why is up down and down up?" Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I hear you and it I understand. <laughs> Welcome. No, not that button. <laughs> this button. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. We're just going out. Yeah. Tell Carla bye. Bye. Bye, Carla. Bye, Carla. Thank you for joining us for Just Because I Love You Day. You can find us on MeWe in the group Four Sisters Birth and Motherhood Counseling and Instagram at Four Sisters One Savior. We also have a new email account, Four Sisters One Savior at gmail.com. Those are all numerals, not words or sisters, one savior. See you next time.